0: What is up, Woke Wasted? This is your boy Zach coming at you by myself for an extremely brief podcast. So brief that it might even be the whitey tidy podcast. So today uh, I have a recording from one of my writings in the past week that I did for our friend Maya, who we've talked about a few times on the podcast. She has a YouTube channel if you want to check it out. It's called Maya's Dream, M A Y A. Apostrophe s. You can't leave out the apostrophe. Dream d r e a m. Uh, If you want to check her out, she talks about all fun things, spiritual and enlightening. And I did a really brief video or recording for her, so I wanted to share that with you guys today as well. Um, Neil and I are utterly slammed with work right now, so we're we're doing this really brief podcast for you, but hopefully no less helpful for you. So, sit back, relax, and tune in for the next five and a half minutes of this reading. All right, guys, I love you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in. Today, I'd like to share with everybody a series, one of a series, of writings that has been given to me by Spirit. The topics vary, but are always really profound and leave me quite shocked once they've come through. Today's particular topic is on innocence. So, without further ado, I will do my best here to interpret my chicken-scratch handwriting. Innocence, like love, is a fundamental force of creation. It cannot be developed, but rather, is uncovered through the shedding of layers of conditioning. Innocence is required for creation, as by its very essence it represents seeing all things in awe seeing all things made new. Innocence is the force of discovery that gives direction to the raw power of love. It gives shape to creation as love breathes life into it. Innocence must find fascination in potentiality, in creation, as love is necessary to hold space for the existence of all things. A parent does not cease love for the child when they are disappointed. In the same way, love does not dwindle or dim its lights in the face of even the most atrocious of all creations the conditioning that buries love and innocence is a form of forgetting it is not the great forgetting that is experienced when a soul incarnates on earth but is a function of such it is a forgetting born out of the necessity to bury the pain the pain of having one the pain of having one's essence disagreed with before such a time as one grasps the essence of the who that they are at the level of the soul. In the old world, it was necessary to first become somebody before that identity could be shed, or sacrificed at the altar in exchange for truth, or the knowing of one's beingness. In the new energy, in the kingdom, one may know themselves without any pretense, without any prerequisite. Innocence need not be protected. It does not mean that the hands were never stained in blood, but rather that the blood is washed away, that all is forgiven, and that all things can still be seen as new, can still be seen in wonder. Innocence need not be protected, so long as knowingness is prioritized. Innocence is not cultivated. It is rather a function of the soul, born into the core of its essence, Bestowing the potential for creation and alchemy. Innocence is one of God's favorite things. To be innocent as a child is to hold an innocence born in naivety. It is a spark of true innocence which can kindle into a flame once it is unburied. You see, life covers our spark. Not life with a capital L, but life as designed by the mind. Life as a function of society. It sets rules of engagements. Rules for the ways things and people should be. This is akin to covering the spark of a flame with inflammable materials. It cuts off the spark's access to oxygen and gives it nowhere to spread. Joy is fuel to true innocence. As we grow into our identities, vehicles through which we navigate the rules of society, our soul sits beneath or behind and steers us very gently towards our path. The soul is what experiences joy, what experiences love. Or perhaps it is more accurate to say that the soul is in parts joy and love. This joy and love is carried as unique frequency through the nervous system of the body. And thus, the soul can experience the reflections of its very essence through the body. The soul is in a constant affair of holding its light, and experiences the reflections of it, cast off of the very molecules and expressions before it. When joy is expressed as and through us, it washes our eyes clean and allows us to see in innocence. When the muck and the grime of fear and restriction are wiped clean, all that is left are eyes that see purely in wonder, purely in fascination, freely in love. This is the joy of the soul. And as it breathes its oxygen onto that spark, even those things that were once inflammable are changed, realized as part and parcel of God and are set ablaze by the white hot fire of innocence. And all things become flammable as the eyes of innocence turn their flame upon all they see. And just as a forest may burn under the alchemy and force of flame, so too do all things in creation change as innocence burns them clean. Fire, as a function, breaks all matter down to its component atoms by liberating the energy and the bonds holding it in structure. The will of nature and humanity alike are the artists of the etch a sketch, and fire is the force that shakes it clean. This is as true for the flame of innocence as it is for fire. It breaks all things down to their true essence. And the true essence is the soul, which is at one with all things, including joy bliss, peace, and love. Innocence is the mark of a man set free, of a woman liberated, of a being known in their sovereignty. Innocence is wisdom. Innocence is bliss. Innocence is creation. And creation is what you are. As you create it.
1: All right, everybody. Welcome to part two of this day's episode. You had a taste of Zach, and now you get a little taste of Neil. Taste the rainbow. We're your Skittles. <laughs> so I just had an interesting moment. I was trying to figure out what I was going to do with this episode today and what I was going to share. Initially came in thinking that I would speak to, you know, my experience the last few weeks. There's been a lot happening for me as well as the collective. And when I finally got onto this episode to record, I didn't feel right to speak about. Okay. Maybe they want a channel, and I began a channel. Opened the records, connected to the records of this podcast of the audience, and allowed them to speak. And that didn't feel right either, so I just stopped. Said no, thank you, records, love you guys, but no, that's not it. This isn't right. And turned that off and stopped the recording and restarted. And here I am telling you about this process. And this is what's been going on the last few weeks for me, and I know for a lot of you as well. Thank. Some of us are really going through, through it. Some of us are riding riding a good wave. I've heard people in misery or all good, and very few people have been anywhere between that. It's, it's been one or the other. For me, this exact experience that I just described to you has been my experience the last two weeks, especially this past week. It's been breaking me free of myself. Every single way that I know myself, everything that I believe in, everything that I know of what I am, what I'm here to do, even my gifts and my spirituality, all have been questioned. The same way I questioned myself, I came on this episode and didn't know what to speak about. All right, I'm not going to talk about the things I plan to talk about. All right, let's channel. Ooh, that's wrong. Not doing that. All right. <laughs> and now here I am, and this is what we're talking about, that exact process. It's been hard. I'm usually so rooted and so firm in my sense of direction and so full within my sense of self. This past week especially has been breaking that wide open and pushing me to see beyond any of that and see beyond any way that I've come to understand myself. And that has come with some massive kicking and screaming. Not having direction is something that I am very uncomfortable with. I usually have at least a north star guiding me, pulling me that I'm conscious of. This time, I was unconscious of it. I was just looking up to a dark sky and wandering in circles and thinking every which way was north. When in fact, I actually wanted to go south. When in fact, I just needed to sit there and not go in any direction. But I was looking for north. And there was no north. That process sucked. (laughs) And I wanted direction. And I wanted to know and to understand so bad, which is funny because just a few episodes ago, we were talking about embracing a lack of direction sometimes. And they pushed me into that (laughs) more than any way I could ever imagine. And I wanted to cry over and over and over. There was a day... When I doubted everything, this was, I think, the day of the new moon. I was doubting everything. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to get out of the house, go to the store, go get some things. I think I was like, say, screw it. I'm going to get some ice cream because it's been a long, long week. And that process sucked too. <laughs> I got to the store. They didn't have what I wanted. And then I sat there debating between like two or three different things. And I'm like, I don't know what I want. And I was on the verge of tears and this happened over and over and over that day. One of those days, guys, one of those days when the spirit just pushes you and I'm still in this process. And it's funny because when I was thinking about the things I wanted to do this year, planning for 2021, I knew I couldn't plan and I knew it need to be a month or two before I could really start to have a sense of direction. I knew there was still an integration from all the releases and everything that shifted last year, especially at the end of the year in that in that big conjunction. And for me, it was the end of my Saturn return too. And what I wasn't aware of was how much there was still that hap- how much was still happening that was going to change. I was thinking this is an integration period. So I'm going to settle in until things feel firm. No, 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 no. There was still some big shakeup to happen. And so I am still in that shakeup. And sometimes we have a sense of where we're going. Sometimes we actually have no idea. Sometimes it's just a mix, somewhere in the middle. But what we can do is let go of the expectations, let go of the outcomes of what we want, where we think we're going, and allow us to be taken the way that we are divinely being taken. I had a realization on this. I remembered the mess of last year and how the most difficult times led to the most massive shifts. I became such a different version of myself as a result of the most difficult weeks and months of my life. And I had that realization this morning. Last week was rough. This whole period right now is freaking rough. And I also know that the other side of this coin will be insane. The shifts, the growth will be beautiful. And that's what I leave you guys with. All of you. there. Think about the other side of this coin that you're experiencing, whatever it is. There is gonna be some damn goodness there. There There's gonna be something that you've never experienced before. A part of you coming to life, a part of your life coming to life. Maybe something that you've always wanted. Maybe you're done living that way that you've always lived. That's what could be on the other side of the coin. And so we embrace the shift. We embrace and just surrender to what it is that's going on right now and let ourselves be in it. It's okay to have things suck. We can also hang the little sign that says hope and know that there's a light. And at that light, things will be damn good. And we'll get there. We'll get there together. You got me, you got Zach. We're still here. You have all the people in your life that love you, even when you don't think that you do. And you have yourself, the most important person in all this. You have you, your soul, your higher self, your guides, all by your side. There's a lot of people there. So on that note, y'all, I love you. We love you. And we'll see you next week for a full episode. We have some good questions coming, so... Stay tuned and we'll talk to you soon.